We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by STLTaxLawyer.com. Smash, I want to talk about what's going on right now in our country from a financial standpoint, economic standpoint. You are the uh, St. Louis tax lawyer. Well, this is more about just the insanity of our spending, okay. the federal government in particular. So our current national debt is well over $30 trillion at this point. My goodness. And the Senate this week passed what they called the human infrastructure bill, um, $3.5 trillion. Yeah. Okay. More. So that's 10% of our current debt right. that we have. They want to increase the corporate income tax rate from 21 to 28%. Mm. They want to double the capital gains rate. So oh, that's no. the, the tax you pay on your investments. Yeah. You're investing in the economy and, yeah. you know, growth and those Why things. Why invest then? Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's, it's certainly going to have an impact on that. And then they want to increase the individual top rate from 37 to 39.6%. So almost 40% personal income tax rate. Okay. And what, what's misleading about that, let's, let's start with the individual tax rate. Okay. Most small businesses, their owners pay tax at the individual level. So Mm -hmm. you're going to be taxing. Uh, you know, let's say you're making a couple hundred thousand a year as a small okay. business owner. Right. That top rate is going to be 40%. That's money coming right out of their pockets that cannot be used to invest in the future, hire people, et cetera, et cetera, for their business. Are you saying that if I'm making 200 G's a year, that $80,000 of it's going to go to taxes? Three, how much? 40%? How much? Did you, three, third, yeah. Well, well, it, no, three hundred. The the cutoff is in the three hundred thousands for the oh, top rate. Oh, okay? okay, so, but if you're let's say you're making four, if you're making, Still don't make it all right. No, if you're making four hundred thousand, okay, yeah. so your every dollar you make above that is going to be taxed at forty percent because we have a progressive oh, income tax. Wow. Okay. So you know, depending on what range your income is, that's the yeah. that's the tax rate that applies. Yeah. But my point is, they want to demonize anyone who's making. 400,000. That's kind of the number that gets thrown around. But those right. are your small business owners. Those are yeah. your your job creators. The exactly. corporate tax rate, the 21 to 28%. I mean, that's corporate tax rate. That's, you know, the big companies yeah. generally that that Maybe are again, they're still hiring people. They're still yeah. that's still inhibiting them from from, you know, investing in new technology, right. new equipment, etc. And what strikes me about all this is you have Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden. These are people who have never created a job in their lives. Yeah. They've never signed the front of a paycheck. They have no idea what it takes to grow a business, to employ people, other than yeah. people they employ in their office, which are all government funded, right? Yep. And so on top of that, you have, what is it for? What are we spending? Why are we taking out more debt, you know, $3.5 trillion, more more government welfare, which isn't good. We've seen how detrimental expanding government programs has been on the job market, uh, on the economy, in terms of businesses trying to being able to even find workers to keep their doors open. And so I just fear, I I don't know how we ever come back from this because it kind of started in 07, 08 with the, with the financial crisis. 
where this idea of we'll just throw money at, we'll just print money and throw it at our problems, but we never address the spending. We never address, you know, the fact that we have a widening wealth gap in our country. We have very low skilled, uh, a huge segment of our population is very low skilled that, you know, can't fill the jobs that are available. Right. And so I personally, I mean, I saw a thing this week talking about the way China is going to hit us is the currency. If our, if our dollar no longer is the standard bearer for the world, right. You know, we're in real trouble. And then what the yen becomes? Is I don't know. I mean, I think that's part of why you see a rise in cryptocurrency. Yeah. Right. Because cryptocurrency, right. which I want to talk about a little later on. I mean, okay. you're seeing the Bitcoin I mean, there. And, and, and I think the biggest misconception is like that Bitcoin's the only one out there. Bitcoin's yeah. obviously the sort of, it was the first, big name. M- first big name in cryptocurrency. Right. Um, but I think that's why you're seeing such a rise in cryptocurrency blockchain technology, because it's a decentralized form of currency that's not dependent on, uh, you know, government really yeah. at all. Um, which is why it's such a threat to the U S dollar. And I don't know if the, the Chinese yen, I think the issue with the Chinese yen would be like, do people trust China enough for that to be the standard currency? But if they become so dominant and such a powerful world player, that's why we became, I mean, that's why the dollar became what it is because we were the clear superpower. We were the clear economic, yeah. you know, mammoth in the world, which I don't think you can say that anymore. Well, I think uh, we are now the clear, we don't know, you know, we don't know if, if the U S has the oomph behind it, like China shows that they have. The well, and certainly with it. what's happened in Afghanistan, we've yeah, lost that, right. that respect, that, that reputation Terrible. even more. Um, people have lost <clears throat> faith in the U S um, there's a, a lack of credibility given our current leadership. And then, and, and keep in mind, this spending is all in the backdrop of what's going on in Afghanistan. It's like, yeah. it, it's, it's really troubling to me that, you know, they're not spending more time on trying to figure out a way to get our Americans out of Afghanistan. Instead, they're, it's almost like they're trying to ram through this, this spending package. And look, I'll say Republicans are just as, uh, just to blame for our national debt as yeah the Democrats. Right. I mean, you think about Afghanistan, the billions of dollars we spent there mm-hmm. fighting a war for 20 years. I mean, that was initiated by a Republican president. Yeah. Uh, the nation building we tried to do in Iraq, uh, you know, when, when our infrastructure here at home is crumbling, right. I mean, you go to LaGuardia airport, it's, right. I mean, you feel like you're in a third world country I know. and even, you know, Lambert's been renovated here, but I mean, for a while there, it was yeah. pretty rough and still right. needs improvements. And you've right. got seemingly roads under construction constantly, but no real improvement, you know, around the St. Louis area. I mean, how long is, how long has the Poplar street bridge and oh, the six is 64 been under construction? I know. And for I, at least 12 years, I drive on 270 every day and I've been driving a year and a half. And for that year and a half, nothing's changed. They're still constructing <laughs> in the same place. But I'm talking like if eastbound or westbound as yeah. you go through East St. Louis. Yeah. That that stretch from yeah. like where 5570 forks off. Right. Till across the Poplar Street Bridge. Yeah. I feel like has been under construction for 12 years. I was going to say 15, 20 years. <laughs> I mean, Seri- I just don't understand. But for, it's all government money. It's yeah. all this, you know, there's, there's, that's the other thing. There's no accountability for how we spend the money. All right. So then when you see something like the Jefferson Avenue exit, and it's going to be taken care of within a year to make sure everything smooth, uh, goes smoothly into and out of the, uh, the new, new stadium MLS, over there. The MLS stadium. They can yeah. get that done in a year, but they can't fix this thing uh, going over the bridge. And I, I, I assume 10, 12 years. there's just a lack of oversight. And again, yeah. that's the problem. When you give the federal government 
when you print money and you spend it mm -hmm. with no oversight, you know, mm. you get things like the, the federal courthouse in downtown St. Louis was one of the greatest boondoggles in the history of the Huge federal government. Boondoggle. It was one of the most expensive buildings ever yeah. built. Uh, I was actually down there this week for a hearing and I turned and I, I hadn't, I hadn't, <clears throat> I've been in there, you know, many times and I never noticed before, um, except for the fact that this week I was in talking with Mike Lordo, Lordo's uh -huh. Diamonds, right about up. the uh, potential anniversary gift for my uh -huh. wife, uh, which I'm not going to share, go into the details, but they're also a, a Belova watch dealer, which are a beautiful watch. Mm -hmm. My wife actually got me a Belova watch for my Can uh, for our wedding. For a sure. In my day, that was called Bulova. Bul whatever. Okay. Bulova. 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 But they're beautiful timepieces. I think timepieces is Forever the right. Forever they've been beautiful, man. Beautiful timepieces. I look up in the courtroom. Yeah. And there's a freaking Bulova yeah. wa uh, clock yeah. on Might the wall. Been a Bulova, though. In the federal Bulova. government. Now, the Bulova is a beautiful watch, and yeah. it's, it's not a cheap watch, but right. it's a it's a, a good value, exactly and it's, right. it's you know it rivals any of the other yeah. you know high priced watches out there. But I'm thinking to myself, how in the hell does the federal government spend whatever that cost? Probably yeah. thousands of dollars, yeah. if not more, maybe ten thousand yeah. dollars. I don't know what a Bulova wall clock costs. Yeah, right on. But why the hell do we need that in a federal courthouse? Yeah, you know, it's you a great example. Five bucks at Target, man. Or yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy to me, but that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. When you spend this money and there's no oversight, no accountability, and then, oh, well, we're going to have to raise your taxes Yeah, right. in order to do this, I have a problem with that. Well, here's what the, the ultimate problem is. We vote these people into place. We put these people into place expecting that they're going to cover for us, and they don't. They cover for themselves. They do what they do to make themselves look like they're covering for us, but they don't. They cover for themselves, man, and that's been one of my problems with politicians. I see them on the local level, regional level, and interviewed them over all the years, and they're they're good folk and they want to do good and everything. But I don't know what happens. They get into that uh, that middle of the beltway out there in D.C. and they change up and they become no. They want power. They want to. They want to power animals. They want to exactly get power and they want to yeah. keep the power yeah. and they want to have power over you. Yeah, that's what this is all about. They don't really care about what's really best for our country. If they right. did, they would see that this is not this is not sustainable. Yeah, and they're not looking long term. They're not looking at future generations. How this is going to impact them? They just yeah. continue to kick the can down the road. And I'm concerned. I'm concerned that if if something really bad happens with the economy, like I don't know how we how we come back from it. Yeah. So I'm just thinking if something bad does happen, isn't this a good spot for China to step in in a Oh, in, in a weird sort of way, shall we say? Assert their dominance. They, yeah, where they don't come in like a militaristic takeover. But, hey, America, we can help you. Let us handle the financial no, part. That's because you're crazy. No, but I think what they do, like right now, we are so weakened and, and paralyzed by what happened in Afghanistan. Yeah. If they were to move into Taiwan right we now, do nothing. What, we could, what, what would we do? Exactly. We, and we, and we've lost... We've lost the ability to forge a coalition right now yeah. because nobody trusts us because of what's, what Biden has done. The so, people of America are not uh, saying after this debacle, hey, let's go fight in no, Taiwan. No, not at all. So we, they, we're, we are Taiwan. extremely vulnerable right now from an economic, military standpoint. And it's concerning. It's concerning for me, yeah. future generations. But yeah. um, And also, let's let's talk about Lordo's Diamonds. If you're in the market yeah. for maybe an engagement ring, 
Right. A Belova watch. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe start doing some early Christmas shopping because Kamala Harris has warned us that we need to start doing that now because she, saw that's that. a very comforting uh, comment from our Christmas. vice president. You should check out Lordo's Diamonds, lordosdiamonds.com. <laughs> Be sure to talk to Mike or Jimmy down there. They'll take really good care of you. Yep. They've taken good care of me. They are my, my family's jeweler for life. They can be your family's jeweler for life. Again, it's lordosdiamonds.com. Check them out. They're on 9222 Clayton Road right there in Ladue. Shop in store or shop online at lordosdiamonds.com. Smash, when we come back, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency. Let's do. Tax implications. Yeah. And what's coming from the IRS and the DOJ when it comes okay. to cryptocurrency. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studio, presented by stltaxlawyer.com.